You're listening to Simply the Best Sports Take, the best podcast breaking down the best stuff in sports with host Sean Bingham. His takes are so good, he dropped the mic, but then you wouldn't be able to hear him, and that would suck. That would especially suck today because today we are talking about none other than Kevin Durant and his choice to go to the Golden State Warriors. How surprised were all of us by that? I was very surprised. I wasn't surprised necessarily that he left OKC. I think that was somewhat expected. But I am surprised that he chose to go to the Golden State Warriors. So I want to get into that. I want to talk about all this free agency stuff. As many of you know, there are contracts being signed all over the place by guys that honestly, like most of us haven't even heard of. And they're like in the tens of millions. There's $100 million contracts being signed by guys that have never made an all-star game. It's insane right now. It's a good time to be an NBA basketball player, I'll tell you that much. But, you know, I want to I start with, with, you know, these contracts and the, the largeness of them. Good for these guys. I'm not going to hate on them for signing these massive deals. Who wouldn't do that? The market's paying that. We as fans are are giving them that with uh, you know the advertising dollars from the TV deals and then you know I guess ticket prices and stuff like that. But it's all because of the TV deals. We know that it's all because of these TV contracts. And I love watching the NBA on TV. And I'm not paying anything to watch it. You know they're showing it to me for free, and I just have to put up with some ads. So if the TV deals are worth that much, then honestly, good for these guys. Good for them. So these NFL guys that have kind of been hating on the NBA on Twitter and stuff like. Sorry, you just chose the wrong sport. You chose a sport where you play 16 games a year. And there's like 100 guys on the team. Basketball, there's five guys, and they play 82 games. It's like the perfect scenario for making money. So good for the NBA, good for the NBA players. I think it's great. It is kind of funny to think that a guy like Mike Conley Jr., who has never made an all-star game, has the largest contract in NBA history. And that's kind of funny. He's going to get paid. There's been three guys in the history of the league to make $30 million in one season. Their names are Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and Mike Conley Jr. So that <laughs> that is kind of, I mean, that's laughable. That's laughable. But, um, I mean, good for him, right? I mean, he's. I'd give him the seventh best. If I were to rate the point guards in the league, I would have to put them in this order. I'd give Steph Curry the nod at number one. But right behind him, nipping at his heels, possibly even more number one, is Russell Westbrook. Chris Paul, number three. Chris Paul's definitely, you know, in the the latter end of his career, but uh, he's still, I'd say, third best point guard in the league. I'd say Damian Lillard is fourth. Kyrie Irving, fifth. I'd probably say John Wall is sixth, and then I'd put Mike Conley Jr. as the seventh. So seventh best point guard in the league, highest paid player in NBA history. So <laughs> good for him, though. You know, good time to be a free agent. So. Free agency is crazy. You know, the Lakers just signed Mozgov to some monster deal. All these monster deals are going on. The guy who I think did deserve big money was Bismack Biombo. Bismack Biombo won me over big time in these playoffs. That guy is a stud. He, he's going to tr- prove to be one of the best big men in the league, in my opinion. Just getting back to that Mozgov thing, though, and I, I want to spend most of my time today talking about Kevin Durant because that's the talk of the town right now, right? The whole The whole world is talking about Kevin Durant going to the Warriors. And um, on ESPN, Brian Windhorst for ESPN, he made the analogy with the Mozgov deal and the Lakers and what they're doing in free agency. He said they're kind of acting like a Milwaukee Bucks type team, kind of a a mid-market team. 
and not like the Lakers. Uh, they're giving big deals to guys that are not worth what they're giving them. And they're doing it out of almost like desperation, feeling like they got to get somebody, they got to do something. And here's here's my take on that. I agree with him. And now relating that to Kevin Durant and choosing to go to the Warriors, what Kevin Durant did is a great move for a role player. It's a great move for a lower level all-star talent even. Somebody who's, you know, not... A Gordon Hayward is a perfect example. Gordon Hayward's like right on the cusp of being an all-star, but he's not been an all-star. He's a fantastic player. He's he's a real legitimate player in the NBA, but he's not a star. He's not a stud. He's not he's not a one of the dominant players. He's just a really good player. I would say like from his level down to the role players, maybe even slightly better than than a Gordon Hayward. Those are the guys that I think should absolutely go and join the Golden State Warriors if they can. Because they can go fit in, they can contribute, they can have star power around them. A guy like Gordon Hayward, you know, again, just using him as the example, if he had a couple of stars around him, he could still be a guy getting 15 points a game. You know, right now he gets about 20. He could still get 15 points a game if he had two stars around him. And he could still be a major contributing piece to that team. And he could then be on a championship caliber team. But he's not good enough to ever be the man on a championship team. A guy like Kevin Durant absolutely is. A guy like Kev- Kevin Durant, in my opinion, will probably be the very best player in the league or could have been. I don't know what will happen now that he's surrounded by so many other top talents. But he was very much on pace to be the best player in the league for the next several seasons. LeBron is is several is a few years older than Kevin Durant. I think he's four years older than Kevin Durant. And LeBron's definitely the best player in the league right now. He has a few great years left in him. But age hits everybody. I don't care. LeBron is a machine. The, the dude is 6'8", 200 and whatever, 60 pounds of pure muscle and athleticism. And he doesn't have any signs of slowing up. But father time hits every single player in this league. We've seen it time and time and time again. No one is immune from it. Okay, aging happens to everybody. So LeBron's days are numbered. He's probably got, I would give him, he's 31. He's been playing the league for like 14 years. I'd give him three or four like really good seasons. I'd probably give him like three great seasons and then like two more good seasons. And we'll see if he just chooses to go out before his skills diminish to a Tim Duncan type level. But Kevin Durant is 27 years old. Okay, Kevin Durant is younger actually than Steph Curry. And I think he's a far better player than Steph Curry. And I think most people would agree with that, even though Steph is the two-time defending uh, or reigning, I should say, MVP of the league. Kevin Durant is the better all-around talent, and he's actually a year younger. So KD is poised, in my opinion, to have a four, five, six-year stretch as the best player in the league. And so it's just weird to me that he would choose to go and join a team that just won the NBA title last year, or I guess technically two seasons ago, right? Went to game seven of the finals this year and lost to LeBron and the Cavs. Just set an NBA record with 73 wins in a season. They have the two-time reigning MVP in Steph Curry. They've already proven that they absolutely positively do not need Kevin Durant to be phenomenal. Not just a great team, one of the best teams ever, okay? This team 
was already the favorites to win the NBA Finals next year in every Vegas sports book. Even with all the free agency stuff that's been going on, the Warriors were, were the favorite. And now they're just the bigger favorite with Kevin Durant. That's all that happened. He took them from being the best team in the league to a little bit better than they were. Like They were already the best. And so for a guy of his talent level, a guy of his dominance, a guy of his stature, a guy with his potential, to choose to go and join the team that you were up 3-1 to one in the Western Conference Finals on and just basically say, you know what, if you can't beat them, join them. That's what Kevin Durant did, that, and that's why it's sad to me. So I, you know, I put this on Facebook, and Stephen A. Smith, who we know, says polarizing comments, but I love him for it. It makes it, it makes for fun, fun debates in the sports world. I'm going to miss him and Skip Bayless, but uh, lest I digress, you know, Stephen A. Smith said it was the weakest move he'd ever seen made by a superstar, and you know, yeah, he says polarizing things, but that's not an untrue statement. Name one other player in the history of the league that has done something like this. And don't say LeBron James going to Miami because that's that's a, that's a horrendous comparison, okay? LeBron James went to Miami. Miami won the title in 2006. 2007, 8, and 9, they were bad, okay? They were not a good team. He brought them back along with Chris Bosh. So Chris Bosh and LeBron James choosing to go and join Dwayne Wade in Miami that resurrected the Heat to a good team again, to a great team again. But they were not, they, they, had, they had had three straight seasons of being bad. They didn't have two straight trips to the finals. They didn't just set an NBA record for the most wins in a season. They didn't have the two-time uh, MVP on their team. Okay, They didn't have any of that stuff. The team was completely different than the 06 championship team. Okay, They basically were joining, uh, you know, Udonis Haslam and Dwayne Wade. Okay, that was pretty much it. Okay, everything else was different. So that's that's not a fair comparison. LeBron also didn't have anyone with him in Cleveland worth talking about. He didn't have a Russell Westbrook. Okay, he didn't have a great coach, and I think Billy Donovan's a great coach, and I think he'll prove to be a great coach for years to come. Although his work's cut out for him now because he lost KD, and you can rest assured that Russell Westbrook will not be there long. Um. So don't don't bring up that comparison. So then people start to say, look, what about Kevin Kevin Garnett and uh, Ray Allen? Two things with that one. One, do you really think that Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen, at that point in their careers especially, were at the same talent level and same dominant level of play as Kevin Durant? The answer is no, they weren't. Kevin Garnett was earlier in his career, but he was definitely like, he knew, I mean, Kevin Garnett wasn't good by the 2010 season, he was he was half of what he had been with the Timberwolves earlier in his career. And they won the title, the Celtics, that is. They won the title in 08, the first season that he joined them. And again, he wasn't joining a championship team. He was joining a garbage team, okay? The Celtics had the biggest turnaround in NBA history that year. They didn't go from 73 wins to 74 they went from like 17 to 60-something. I could look it up, but uh, you know, I know that they had the biggest turnaround in the history of the league. They went from crap not making the playoffs to best record in the league winning the title. Okay, So Kevin Durant's not going to do that for the Warriors. This is a team that just set an NBA record for wins. Okay, Best record in the history of the league. That is very much called, if you can't beat them, join them. And that's just not a mentality that I expected out of Kevin Durant. 
And you probably all saw on, saw on Twitter, you know, he, he tweeted out six years ago, almost to the day, like, you know, two weeks later, when LeBron had uh, the decision to go to the Heat, you know, Durant tweeted out, oh, everybody's, you know, now everybody wants to play for the Lakers in the Heat, you know, why not challenge these peeps, where's the competitive fire, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Well, apparently he had a change of heart six years later, and he's entitled to that. People change their minds. I've changed my mind on things for sure, especially over the course of six years. But I wish, I wish that KD still had that competitive fire because he's too good. He's too good to go to that team. He's too good to go to that team. I don't fault the Warriors for doing it. I mean, that's their job is to go and get the best players in the league. That's the best sales job that the league's ever seen. Somehow the Warriors, with with uh, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, getting 20-plus a game each, 22 for Clay and 30 for Steph, that's 52 points a game. Now they're bringing in 28 points a game for with Kevin Durant. I mean, I, I don't think they're going to be scoring 80 points a game between the three of them next season. So we'll see how that ball gets distributed, how those shots get distributed. Kevin Durant's going to be the man on that team. There's no question about it. He will be the number one option. And and I think that could actually help Steph's game. He could become more of a more of a pure point guard. He'll probably get even more open looks. His three-point shooting percentage will probably improve again. Um, but my guess is you'll see you'll see uh both Steph and Clay averaging about 20 a game and uh Durant probably around 25, 26. That that's my guess. Even that would be that would be fantastic. If they could be getting like 65 points a game out of those three every night on average. They're going to be a good team. There's no question about it. They're going to be a really, really good team. Draymond Green, he might have nights where he doesn't get a shot off, you know. Um, it'll be interesting, you know. It's a big, it's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of Thunder fans, obviously, to lose your very best guy. It's not quite the hurt that LeBron gave Cleveland just because LeBron's from the Cleveland area, from Akron, and the way he did it with, you know, the big ESPN, the decision show, uh, a little bit different scenario. Plus, LeBron is a better talent than Kevin Durant. But it's still, I mean, gosh, that's got to hurt. W- would he have done this if they had just closed the deal, being up 3-1 on the Warriors? They were the better team that series. Don't kid yourselves. They were the better team. I know they lost. I know they lost in, in you know in seven games. Everyone knows that. But they were the better team. The Thunder were the better team that series. So would KD be leaving for Golden State if he had just knocked them out of the playoffs? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think there's any question that he wouldn't be doing this. And uh, I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's really fed up with Westbrook. Part of me thinks that's what it is. Part of me thinks two things. One, there's a lot of talk that Westbrook isn't going to stay anyway. Two, we all know that Westbrook is unbelievably talented, but clearly a little bit difficult to play with sometimes. He, he makes poor decisions, takes bad shots at bad times, Gets a little turnover happy late in game sometimes, which he did in that series. But so did Kevin Durant. Durant was just as bad. Missing shots, getting turnovers, not not proven to be clutch. It was, it was a bad, bad meltdown from being up 3-1 on the 73-9 Warriors to melt all the way. That's how they became Choklahoma City. So it was, it was equally their fault. But But I do wonder if deep down Durant was just like, you know, I just don't want to play with this guy anymore and I just don't want to be in this city I want to be in a bigger market where I can make more money with sponsors and I want to play with 
unselfish guys like the Warriors because the Warriors are definitely an unselfish team. They play team ball as well as anyone in the league. The only team that's more unselfish is the Spurs, and that's why I'm a little bit confused why he didn't go there because, to me, the Spurs are a better fit. Now, yeah, the Spurs just won 67 games, and they've won championships, but um, they're definitely like not at the Warriors level. They've got aging guys. That Tim Duncan's probably going to retire. Tony Parker's not near what he used to be. Ginobili's not even a fraction of what he used to be. And they don't have, I mean, Kawhi Leonard's a star and LaMarcus Aldridge is a star, but that to me was the perfect fit for Kevin Durant. I mean, he could have gone in and been clear cut, number one option on offense, no question about it. Offense runs through him. And then with, you know, Kawhi and Aldridge as two and three options. But now he goes where there's the MVP and like the greatest shooter in the history of the world who just led the league in scoring last year. And the guy right behind him is Clay Thompson, who could lead, lead the league in scoring probably if he was on a different team. And it's just, and they're all like, they all have like similar game. Like, you know, they shoot threes and I don't know. It just, it doesn't feel like even the best fit anyway. So I, I was surprised and I was, I was disappointed. I was, to me, it was a weak move. To me, it was a sellout move. To me, it was very much him saying, if you can't beat him, join him. And you can't find me anyone in the history of the league that has done that. No one has done that at his level of play. Shaq leaving the Magic for the Lakers? No, not even close. Garnett leaving the Timberwolves for the Celtics? Not even close. LeBron leaving uh, Cleveland for Miami? Closer, but still not the same. No one has done it. No one has done it. When Shaq went to the Lakers, the Lakers weren't any good, and the Magic hadn't won a, you know... The Magic were, were on that same caliber of team where it was like Penny Hardaway and Shaquille O'Neal you know there, there's some similarities there where it's like you've got a fantastic situation going for you right now in Orlando you've got one of the best players in the league as your sidekick and you guys are like right on the cusp but he he you know he wanted out and if you watch their 30 for 30 it, it sheds some light on on why he wanted out but even that isn't the same because he didn't go join you know, it's not like he was playing 20 years earlier and joining Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He was joining just the Lakers, you know? <laughs> and they, they hadn't won any titles re- recently. They hadn't been setting records recently. They didn't have the MVP of the league on their team. So even that's not a good comparison. I just can't think of anybody that's done this. Not one guy. Is, is Kevin Durant entitled to do it? Of course he is. Of course he is. It's not hating on Kevin Durant. I, I hate that term even, like, as if I hate him because he went to the Warriors. Of course I don't hate him. I don't even know him. Do I think it was a cool move? No, I don't. I think it's lack of competition. You know, he's the guy now on the playground at recess that's choosing to team up with the other best players instead of, like, spreading it out and competing against them to prove that he's the best. And to me, he could have done that. He could have been that guy. He could have gone and joined the Celtics, or he could have joined the Heat, you know, and any of those would have been, to me, a better... Even joining the Spurs, okay? The Spurs still would have been, you know, not the coolest thing in the world. But even joining the Spurs would have been better than joining the Warriors. They're the two-time defending Western Conference champions. They won a title two years ago. They probably should have won it this year. They had their own meltdown for being up 3-1 to one in the finals. And they just set an NBA record for most wins in a season. They're young. They just, they don't need him to be great. Now, 
Are they smart for getting him? Yeah, of course they are. But to me, you know, getting a ring is one thing, but how you get it also plays a role in your legacy. And that's why LeBron James's ring this year is so much more meaningful to everybody than his two that he got in Miami are. Because everybody knew when he went to Miami, it was like, duh, how are those guys not going to win a championship? There's a 0% chance that Dwayne Wade teaming up with Chris Bosh and LeBron James doesn't bring a title to Miami. Because at the time, those guys were all right in the heart of their primes. Dwayne Wade's clearly on the on the you know tail end of his career. He's got a couple good years left, but he's nowhere near what he used to be. Chris Bosh has health issues. LeBron James is still the best player in the league, but he's got guys like Durant and Curry nipping at his heels, and now those guys are on the same team. So no one's done this before, what Durant just did. Nobody's done it before, and I, I just wanted more of him. And I'm an entrepreneur, so I, my mind, my brain just thinks this way. You know, you can either build a company. So for those that don't know, I've actually started a couple of companies. And the one that, you know, I'm working on two right now in particular. One is KZ, uh, just kzgear.com. We do sunglasses and beanies. Check us out. The other one is adventurehunt.co, adventurehunt.co. And we do cool events around the the country and we bury treasures and uh, let people compete to win them. So I'm all about creating something, building something. Now, Durant is saying, you know what? I'm kind of done trying to do this. I'm going to go join somebody who's already done it. I'm going to go just join a team that's that's already done it for themselves, and I'm just going to tag along. You know, the the, the analogy I've been making on Facebook with people is, you know, he he's now just a passenger on the bus, and I saw him more as like the bus driver, like the leader. And to me, what he just decided to do showed everybody that that's actually not who he is. He just wants to to be a passenger on the bus. So the, everyone on the bus is getting that ring, and he'll be he'll be the best player on the team. But he didn't he didn't cultivate it and grow it and build it. Maybe they go win a bunch. I don't think they will. I don't think the Warriors are going to go win. Like you know, tw- I, had, I had one buddy on Facebook talking about like creating a dynasty. You know, they're going to go and beat Bill Russell's record. That, that, that's not even close to true. There's a zero percent chance of that happening. They're not going to do it. They won't even match Jordan's six zero percent chance of that. Even I'd say. I don't even think they'll stick together for, for too long. I really don't. I think Clay Thompson is too good to play third fiddle on a team like that when they'll probably get another you know ring or two. And then to me, Clay Thompson, if I'm Clay Thompson, I'm going to be like, I'm like really good and I'm young and I could go get paid more elsewhere and unless they give everybody max. I, don't, I mean, the salary cap's getting so outrageous these next even next year again. But I don't see everyone sticking together. And I don't know how good the chemistry will work. You know, they're definitely going to be setting records for most threes made. You know, and that was a big pitch that they made to Kevin Durant. You know, Draymond Green was talking about, hey, if you're shooting 40% from three on the team you're on now, just wait to see what your percentage turns into when these shots are wide open. Because who the heck are you going to play help defense off of if you're playing the Warriors? You're going to help off Steph. You're going to help off Clay. You're going to help off Draymond. You're going to help off Durant. You're going to help off Iguodala. I mean, there's no help defense happening if you're playing Golden State. They're going to be scary good offensively. It's just, we'll just see if they can truly gel together and make it work. Because we saw even, you know, we saw in Cleveland, it took them a while to get it figured out. They definitely did. But guess what figuring it out entailed? Basically cutting Kevin Love out of the equation. 
Kevin Love went from being 25 and 15 guy in Minnesota to being like kind of irrelevant for much of the playoffs this year. He was just kind of on the team. So somebody's going to get cut out. For it to work, somebody's going to have to get cut out. And to me, that's Draymond or it's Clay. And I don't see either one of them being stoked about that for too long. You know, rings are cool, um, but there's there's definitely like that combination of it. Like it's it, it's a team sport and it's a team game, but people are still people. You know, individuals are still individuals. And I I think once you've got a few rings, you're kind of like, yeah, I'm, I've got those rings and now I want to make more money and have more fun doing it. And I'd like to think that their competitive nature tells them that they can do it alone. Not alone, but, you know, on a different team with a different group of guys as the man, you know. And Kevin Durant is, you know, choosing to not do that. Now, I've said for, you, you guys have heard me three or four times in different podcasts talk about how I, my belief, my strong belief is that Steph Curry will not be a major contributing player on a championship team within the next four years. Now, with Kevin Durant coming and joining him, man, I don't know. I mean, it's going to take a lot of heavy load off of Steph's shoulders, you know. But I, I just, I, so, so to me, I, I think it's a great move by Steph Curry because to me, he's overrated anyway. So now he's got Durant as the stud of the team and Curry can, can you know, he can play second fiddle and I think he's a fantastic number two. But then Clay all of a sudden turns number three, Draymond number four, and like, man, not not many number four guys are as good as a Draymond Green. So they're going to be a great team. I just don't know how long it'll last. We'll see. But in the end, I wish that it was a more competitive league than it is. If 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 people are stoked about this move, if you're stoked about Kevin Durant leaving OKC, leaving Westbrook and Stephen Adams and the, that, that great team that they had, that was up three to one against the very team that he went and just joined, if you're stoked about that, then honestly you should be really lobbying to get rid of teams like the Milwaukee Bucks and the Utah Jazz. And I live in Utah. But these are mid-market teams. These are these are smaller market teams for the NBA. Honestly, even the OKCs. Like, I mean, this is another thing I've said for years. Like, these small market teams, they can't win a title. They can't. OKC just like couldn't do it, and now they're losing their best players. Russell Westbrook will not be there anymore either. Mark my words, he won't. The Jazz just couldn't quite do it, couldn't quite get over the hump. The Bucks haven't been good since like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was there like 100 years ago. I mean, those teams, like they just can't do it. The Charlotte Hornets of the world, they can't do it. So if the league wants to go this route and just be super top-heavy with like people like the Warriors and you know, teams like the Celtics of 08 and the the heat of the LeBron Wade era. If that's the route we're going, you know, creating these super teams, then let's just eliminate like the eight worst teams in the league or not the eight worst, but the eight like smallest markets, because go look at the history of the league. Small market teams aren't winning championships. It's like always the Lakers, the Celtics, the Spurs, the Bulls, you know, it wasn't the Bulls, it was the Rockets. It's always big teams. You know, the Mavericks got one. I don't even know if I said the Heat. The Heat have three in the last, you know, decade. Big cities. 
Miami is a big city. Dallas is a big city. Obviously, Chicago and L.A. and Boston are huge cities. Golden State, for those that don't know, that's the Bay Area. That's Oakland and San Francisco. That's a huge market. Okay, It's big market teams that win NBA titles. Big market teams. OKC's never won one. The Jazz have never won one. The Buck, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Charlotte Hornets, they're not winning it now anyway, not in the last 30 years. Okay? It's big teams, the big stars. They want to be in big cities where there's big money. Cleveland might be the smallest market team to win, and that's a big city. It's a heck of a lot bigger than Salt Lake City, I can promise you that. So, And that's a very unique situation. They happen to have the best player in the world who was born there and like feels like it's his duty to be there because he ended up getting drafted by them. If he hadn't gotten drafted by them, if they hadn't gotten the lottery pick that year at number one, LeBron never would have gone there, and Cleveland still wouldn't have a championship. So that's that was like the stars aligning. It was like destiny for LeBron James to to go there. So which I think is really cool. But um, you know, so to me, like Kevin Durant doing this and people being excited about it, it's like, well, okay, let's just get rid of the eight smallest markets and let's just let's just make the league super hyper competitive because that's what's fun. That's what's fun. Like, yeah, it's, it'll be cool to, to watch the Warriors. and Maybe maybe they beat 73-9. and nine. I'd, I'd be willing to bet anybody on this planet that that will not happen. They will not win 74 games. It will not happen. I think they'll win fewer than they won last year. I think they'll win, I don't know, mid-60s would be my guess. They'll win mid-60s. But it'd be fun to watch them, you know, create a dynasty. But I'd much rather watch somebody do it when there's, like, real competition out there. Like, it's, it's actually difficult. Like... Not when they're playing. I mean, somehow they've got like the best players in the world on the same team. It's like, it's like watching the dream team in the '92 Olympics in Barcelona. That was fun, but that wouldn't be fun for a long time. I mean, that 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 was fun for like a summer because it was like the first time we'd ever seen the NBA players play in the Olympics. That's not gonna. That wouldn't be fun to watch for like years on end. Heck no. You know, to me, Durant leaving. It's like it's like if as if Michael Jordan left the Bulls after being eliminated from the playoffs by the Pistons in 1990, okay? It's identical to that. In 1990, the the Pistons won back-to-back championships in 89 and 90. The Warriors went to the finals back-to-back years, won one of them, lost one of them. So very, very similar situations there. The Bulls were like the younger team. You know, they had their Batman and Robin and Jordan with Jordan and Pippen. They had a young coach with Promise. Hadn't done anything yet. None of them had accomplished anything yet. Jordan, I think, had one MVP, one league MVP at the time, just like Kevin Durant. Had a great sidekick in Scottie Pippen, just like Russell Westbrook. Had a great coach who hadn't done anything, but was really good, just like Billy Donovan, Phil Jackson, Billy Donovan. Okay, I'm not saying that Billy Donovan's going to be Phil Jackson or that Russell Westbrook's going to be Scottie Pippen or that Kevin Durant's going to be Michael Jordan. But it was a very, at the time, you gotta, you gotta, you got to forget everything you know about Phil Jackson and his 11 championships and Jordan and his five MVPs and six finals and six finals MVPs and titles and Hall of Fame and all this stuff. Forget that for a minute and go back in time all the way to 1990 when he was just Michael Jordan, when he was a one-time MVP, led the league in scoring a bunch. Sound familiar? That's Kevin Durant, okay? And he's getting beaten by Isaiah Thomas and the bad boys year in and year out. Okay, just like right now, just lost to the Warriors. Okay, the Warriors are like the mark to beat. Think if Jordan had been like, you know what? I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go be on the Pistons. That'd be way easier. I'm just gonna go do that. I'm just gonna go join them. They're winning championships. I want to win one. 
I'm just going to go over there. I'll be the best player on that team too. So I'll still be the man. I'll just go join them. Ugh. Can you imagine how how different the history of the league would be if Jordan had made that decision? Boring. Basketball would not be nearly as popular as it is. Jordan stuck. Pippen stuck. Phil Jackson stuck. And guess what? The next year, they started their first three-peat. They won six out of the next eight championships. Guess how old Jordan was when he won his first championship? 28. Guess how old Kevin Durant is right now? 27. Guess how old Scottie Pippen was when he won his first championship? He was 25, almost 26. Guess how old Russell Westbrook is? 27. I mean, it's eerily similar. Eerily similar. And I saw Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook in that light, and that's why it's disappointing to me. It's, it's disappointing for, to me to watch a team that I think had potential to be the best team in the league, and they, they're giving up on it. And that's their prerogative, so it's not hating on them. It's not hating on them because I disagree with their decision. From a fan perspective, from a competitive parity in the league perspective, it's bad for the league. It's bad for the league. That's not KD's problem, but it's bad for the league. It's so top-heavy now. Oh, I can't wait to watch the the Warriors play teams like the... We'll just keep using the Bucks as the example. That'll be fun. Can't wait to watch them play the Timberwolves. Actually, the Timberwolves beat them at home once. Can't wait to watch them play you know, those types of teams. Going to be real riveting that first round of the playoffs when they play the Mavericks. I mean, come on. Like, boring, you know? So that's why it's disappointing to me. KD, to me, is bigger and better than that. That's why I respected LeBron so much for going back to Cleveland. You know, I, I'm, I was a, I'm a huge Dwayne Wade fan, I'll admit that. So I was kind of a Heat bandwagon fan. Not really a bandwagon fan, just because it was more like I'm a Dwayne Wade fan. And I always wished that Dwayne Wade would get the ball more in crunch time than, than LeBron. In fact, I, I think if he had, they probably would have won three championships instead of uh, two. But... You know, we'll talk about that some other time. The only championship they weren't winning was that that last one against the Spurs when they got waxed. But that first one where they lost to the Mavericks, that was the heats for the taking. And I think their lack of chemistry at the time and not knowing who the closer was at the time is what did them in. But anyway, I was always a Dwayne Wade fan, you know. I don't even remember where I was going with that. But the bottom line is I just I, I just see this as a weak move. And... Money was going to be there regardless, so it wasn't about money. He was going to get paid no matter where he went. But man, it was you know it was just too bad, and it was it was very cool of LeBron to go back to Cleveland. That's what I was getting at, and I, I kind of wanted him to stay in Miami. I thought they had something really special going there. I thought they could have won two or three more, and he could have made good on his promise there. But ultimately, like he felt like he had like a calling almost you know, in life, to, to go take a championship to Cleveland, to build something there. And he said that winning one there would mean more to him than winning a bunch anywhere else, and he did it. And how cool is that, you know? And Durant's just saying, like, no, nah, none of that matters to me. So I can only assume that he knows that Westbrook's out, and he probably didn't love playing with Westbrook, Westbrook even though Westbrook's probably the most talented guy in the league as far as athleticism goes. So... It's been interesting. The The free agency thing has been interesting. Tons of guys getting paid. Westbrook shaking up the whole league. The question now is, 
can anyone compete with these warriors? And I'm going to I'm going to end with this here in the next couple minutes. Can anyone compete with this Warriors team? I would love to hear your thoughts. You can hit me up on Facebook. It's just Sean Bingham. Or uh, we've got the Facebook page, um, STB Sports Take, the Facebook page. But hit me up on Twitter as well, at Sean Bingham, S-E-A-N-B-I-N-G-H-A-M. Would love to hear your thoughts. Can LeBron keep the title in Cleveland? Can the Cavs get even better? I think they can. I think they can. I think they know that it's very much... LeBron one, Kyrie two, and then Kevin Love, like distant number three. And if Kevin Love's cool with that for the next little while, then I think that they absolutely can get another one. Can anyone else challenge them, though? Could the Spurs? No, I don't think so. Not really. Could the Clippers? No, I don't think so. Could somebody out east, like, pull a rabbit out of the hat? Miami or Boston do something? I don't think so. I mean, can anyone challenge these guys? To me, it's Cleveland and it's Golden State. I mean, barring injury, which you never wish injury on anybody. But barring injury, it's Cleveland or Golden State. And that, to me, is just a little bit boring, right? That's just a little bit boring. It would be a lot more fun if, I mean, if KD had stayed in Oklahoma City, all of a sudden it's like, dang, we got we got Oklahoma City, we got, you know, Golden State. It kind of levels the playing field, brings San Antonio into the picture, Cleveland, but now it's like we went from four possibilities, like real legitimate possibilities, down to two because it's so far and away out of hand for the West now because OKC is completely gone without Durant. And now the the pendulum swings so much further in Golden State's favor over uh, a team like San Antonio that it it just is a clear cut like the finals will be Golden State and Cleveland for the third straight year. So that could be fun. Third straight time. Best of three, winner take all. (laughs) Golden State got the first one. Cleveland got the second one. Who gets the third? We'll see. If nothing else, it's given us something a whole lot of fun to talk about in July in the world of sports, which is not normal. So thank you, KD, for that. That's it for today's podcast, though. Again, check us out online, stbsportstake.com. And on Twitter, peace, I'm out. Thanks for hanging with Simply the Best Sports Take. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and check out stbsportstake.com. Simply the best in sports. Cause we are-